one of the biggest things to kind of overcome is, you know, are, are people going to follow you with the move? And I think if you're a good company and you have the right culture, they're going to move with you because they value their position with the company and know that the company is a solid, good place to work. So we just ultimately made that call of, hey, this is what we got to do. And guys, come on with us because it's going to be a good ride. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metal Working Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts. Business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. Hello, Metalworking Nation. Jim here at Making Chips. So glad you tuned in to listen to us two crazy podcast guys talk. I'm in my downtown River North studio with my good friend, co-host and future father of baby number three any day <laughs> that's right jason zanger Thank you, how you Jim. doing my friend i'm doing great i'm ready to equip and inspire i am too this we is do place we do that it. every day of the week right? yes we do yeah yeah you better get ready to equip and inspire your wife because yeah, she's gonna need a little inspiration soon she is i'm gonna have to be by her side and helping her breathe and all that kind of good stuff i'm looking forward to it though i'm re i really am i'm excited you should be my i'm friend. not nervous i'm just ready to dive right in i mean I it's bet. gonna be good I bet. it's gonna be fun it is so. it's it I, lo I look forward to it um yeah so you know i'm really thrilled to have uh our guest in our studio today uh we were lucky enough to be in her facility was it one a week or a two week. ago about yeah. a week ago yep and uh I, I i just felt so many good things i got a great vibe when i was there and i i'm really looking forward to introducing her in a few minutes and uh letting her story go out on the airwaves and sharing it with the metalworking nation absolutely so Jason, but before we go there yeah you got some manufacturing news you want to talk about i, I do okay. and and you know sometimes we kind of beat this type of manufacturing news to death, but I, I think it's important to have it as a discussion point. Um, the USA Today uh, talked about U.S. factory activity picked up more rapidly in May, and they said that that was a sign that the effects of weaknesses overseas and the nation's oil patch may be easing. So oh, really? it was kind of interesting. So I know that there's a lot of our friends in and, the oil and industry. Yeah, that are yeah. really suffering because of the oil and the energy um, industry. And um, I guess overseas are, are also maybe strengthening too. So no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you know, I've talked about this in the show before. And, you know, I, I think the media just taints everything especially in manufacturing, you know, I'll be, one day I'll be on. You're ready to buy a machine, and then the next day you're... It's you're, gloom and yeah. doom. We're going into a recession. The market's going to be down 20%. And, you know, sometimes it's it's a, it's a risk well, that they, we all have to take. According to this article, we were contracting for five straight months, and now manufacturing activity has expanded three months in a row. And now, that's, are, is that... Uh, Domestically, I mean, all North this America? Is, yeah, this is domestic. So this is the Institute for Supply Chain Management. Okay. Um, are you familiar with the way indexes work? A, a little bit. Okay, it's so the they purchasing have, agents index, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So they have like this 50% mark. So if it's the index is above 50%, yeah. that means yep. expansion. Yep. If it's below, that means it's contraction. So it was at 51.3, so it's a slight expansion. Good. So, yeah. And, you know, this is a quote from – I'm just going to read this quote from – 
Barclays Economist. Uh, we expect manufacturing output to move largely sideways this year before eventually returning to a modest positive trend. So I actually anticipated that we were going to see an expansion in the, the last half of 2016, but apparently it's going to be just kind of stagnant. Static. And then we're going to see something going up. But once again, and I saw another thing from JP Morgan, and they said that we could see a recession <laughs> here. So it's just, well, it, what it, Bill it makes Strauss, your head spin. We, last week we had uh, Bill Strauss in the studio. Yes. And he's a, a federal economist. Federal Reserve economist. Federal Reserve senior economist, economist. Senior. And his specialty is manufacturing. Right. And he said, well, we only, we've only had like 2.1% uh, growth in, in, the, in the GDP over the last, what, seven years or so? Yeah. So it's, they, he said it's really been stagnant. And that's, you know, we just really haven't taken off quite yet as an economy, a full economy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, those articles really do irk me a little bit, though, because, you know, again, it's so disjointed. You know, one day it's up, one day it's down. Give and, you whiplash. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'll take good news any day. So sure. it makes me that makes me feel good. But the, I, the I'm not necessarily going to go buy a new machine. But, but, but the bottom line is, how are you going to be successful? Are you going to be successful because, you know, things are just going well in the economy? Or are you going to be successful because you make yourself successful? Bingo. So that's, bingo. that's the most important thing. It's all about thing. accountability so, and taking Yeah, so we just talk about it and, you know, kind of gives you a little bit of an extra, I guess, couple points. But ultimately, you gotta you got to define your own destiny. You bet. So I want to I share again with the metalworking community and our fans and our listeners out there about the Mastermind Series that we're going to have IMTS Week. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Wow. We're going to op- share with everybody what we did yesterday. Yeah, so we we basically we, we put the thing together. I mean, I think that we've got we pretty much um, we're 80% there. We are opening up registration we are. very soon. Yeah. So, we're only going to open registration for 4 weeks. So Jim and I you have mean to make after plans. four weeks they can't register anymore. Um, we may open up registration again, and I'm just saying maybe, but not 100. percent And if we do open up registration again, it's going to be at a higher price. Yeah, I think it's going to be a huge value to anybody. I think it's going to be a great value. I was actually quite surprised. I, I was concerned that it was going to be too much, and that you know that just that the price point was going to be too high. But I think the value that we're bringing is going to exceed what people are paying. Seriously, yeah. it's going to be really good. I was telling somebody about it the other day, and Jason said, yeah, we're going to end up crying together. I want, I want to see you cry in that mastermind. Well, that's series. the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I might, it's I mean, going to get that down and dirty in that yeah, personal. Yeah, really yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah. And they'll probably do that quarterly, right? Meet those cry same people. I cry more often than the quarterly. Do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark your calendars now. It's during IMTS week. It's Tuesday, September 13th, Wednesday, September 14th. Add an extra day onto your travel plans in Chicago and spend it with us, those two crazy guys at making ships. Yeah, and we're also gonna socially spend some time that evening too. Yeah, so we, there, there's gonna be a, a reception that everybody's gonna be able to go to afterwards. Who's so gonna pick the restaurant? Uh, no, we've already picked it. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay. It's already done. Keep Sorry. it secret. I didn't. We won't ask say you or get your approval for that, but it's already done. See, he's making decisions without me. It's a nice little Italian restaurant near IMTS. Good. That's so. fine. I don't care. You know, I don't. I know care. you don't care. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but IMTS, man. If we have not registered yet, we had better do it. Yeah, do it uh, now. And, and all of the people out there that are thinking about coming, you better get your airfare, you better get your hotel, and you better register for the event. Yes. I, I hear that the hotels are going to be book solid. Yep. So, and if people go to imts.com, register there, click on the hotel link, they'll be able to get the lowest price available 
for hotels within the city, and it's a guaranteed rate. Yeah, and I actually saw an interesting thing. So IMTS is actually producing videos where they're interviewing some of the managers of these hotels. So I saw like a video with um, the no manager kidding. of Virgin Hotels. So really? if you want to get a feel for what the hotel is about, you could review some of those videos if you don't you know, you don't know Chicago hotels that well. Cool. So yeah, check that out. Sounds so great. Why don't we get into it, Jim? Oh, absolutely. I'm really excited to uh, introduce our VIP guest uh, today. We were lucky enough, like I said earlier, to uh, get a tour through her facility uh, a couple weeks ago and had lunch with her and we had a great conversation. And she's just a, a, a dynamo. And on top of that, she's a, an awfully nice person as well. I met her and her husband, and they're just uh, some of the nicest people you'd ever wanted to meet. But anyway... Um, we are here to talk manufacturing, and we do have Cassie Hoppers in our studio today. Uh, Cassie is the second-generation leader of Swiss Precision Machining in Niles, Illinois, but they are moving soon to Wheeling. To a bigger facility. To a bigger, a much bigger facility. I'm sure we'll get into that as we move forward. Currently, Cassie is the uh, vice president, but she's also the heir apparent to her dad. And I don't know what heir apparent means. Well, I think that she's being groomed as the successor to her to her dad who started the company. I knew yeah. that. Why didn't you just Maybe say it's that? like royal terms, like the heir apparent. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Like, you know, think like Lion King when he raised up, you know, Got it. little baby and Got it. everybody. This is the heir apparent. So Thank that's you for Cassie. that definition. <laughs> that, for those of us that didn't know what heir apparent was. But anyway, Cassie has her degree in IT from Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and she is currently one of the featured guests on IMTS We Are campaign. She's worked at SPM for nine years. She actually worked on the shop floor working the Swiss Precision Machines, and I'm sure she had no idea she was going to be there when she was in college because when she graduated, she thought she was going to be an orthodontist. So... Cassie, what a pleasure to have you to here today, and welcome to the show. So happy to be here. So happy. So, uh, Jason, why don't you lead this off, and why don't you start asking Cassie all the uh, the big, tough manufacturing questions? Yeah, welcome, Cassie. Thanks. So, as Jim <laughs> mentioned, you started off on the shop floor. So, tell us, um, you know, wh where your responsibilities started at SPM, and then where you are, where you are now, and how that progression went. So, I actually started when I was in high school. Uh, and quality control to kind of learn, you know, the basics of everything, how to inspect the parts, how to read the prints, that kind of thing first before I really got my hands on the machines. I also worked in the office for data entry just to kind of get a feel of, you know, how all that stuff is done as well. Uh, but then in college, like you said, Jim, I, I ran the machines on the shop floor over summer vacation break. Now, and when you say ran the machines, which machines in, in particular? So we run a lot of Swiss-style um, Why don't you explain what that is? Because some of our listeners may or may not know what Swiss precision machining is. Yeah. They so should, but, they yeah, should, let's, but let's you talk never know. About it. Yeah, let's so talk about it. So basically, the idea of it is... Are they all made in Switzerland? Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I knew not. that. I knew the answer to that question. Uh, but the whole idea is you want to hold really tight tolerances on a Swiss-style machine. So in order to do that, you have to have... Well, the idea is have your bar stock spinning, okay? And your, your tools are not live. Your tools are static. Uh, and then you have that bushing support. All your tools are close to the bushing. So in order to hold some of the tolerances that you have, you know, we have our RPMs high on our bar stock, and our tools are doing their work. Very good. The whole idea of Swiss is a Swiss watch. That's right. So yeah, that's the right. precision. The Swiss components, and, right? I mean, because that was a very prideful job that I think a lot of people had was producing yes. those Swiss watches. But that's how has right. how has Swiss evolved in the last you decade? Know, I think 
I think a lot of the parts have changed, especially with what we're doing. You know, you think Swiss, you think round bar stock, you think that kind of stuff. And that's not necessarily what we're doing anymore. We're, we're being very innovative and, you know, doing some square shapes on, I guess, a round machine. It's kind of cool to see what we're doing. Yeah, w- when we visited your plant, I mean, the intricacies of some of the parts you made, yeah. it was amazing. It really yeah. was. I mean, some of it looked like jewelry, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was I crazy. mean, and I joke, there's a part out that's running right now. That triangular that I, part? Well, yeah, and I want to yeah. wear it on a necklace because it's so beautiful. I, I love that part. That'd I be love cool. it. Yeah. That has cool. these very tiny holes. What size holes are those on it? Oh, 20,000. Yeah, 20,000 yeah. holes on them. I mean, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Great part. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love it. Do you I sell 20,000 diameter drills at Zangers? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You know, that's so far beyond what I know yes. in my industry that, you know, yeah. I, I, I would imagine, I, I feel like it was going to, would break. Yeah. I mean, how do you fixture that in and how to, how I mean, you have to have your, your ER collets tight. Right? Okay. I mean, and uh, make sure your runouts as minimal as possible. Right. One tenth or under. And can you get a, can you get a coolant through drill? You can. At, at 20,000, you, you can. Get a coolant I don't through. get how they do it, but yes, you can. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I'm learning yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, just, it just, just goes to something. show that, and this is something that, you know, Jim and I, we're going to talk about soon on another episode of Making Chips, that you have to really know your niche. You have to know what your vision is for your company right. and, and, and focus on that because you can't produce the same parts that she does no. and she right. can't produce the same right. parts as right. you. You know, I mean, right. you both have your niches. Absolutely. Riches in the niches episode, yeah. there you go. whatever it was. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So, okay, so you, you started running the machines, the Swiss-style machines, yep. and then where, where from there? So that was p- like the end of college, you know, and then once I graduated, that's when I knew I really wanted to go into this. You know, this is a great opportunity Were you still thinking me. at the time that you no, were going to no, be no, an orthodontist? No, I think it was junior year. I, I kind of made the decision, okay, no, I'm going to go into the family business here. This is a pretty good opportunity for me. So, yeah. um, and I... I love it. Yeah. I really do like it. So once I graduated, I got into engineering, uh, trained under my dad. He showed me how to, you know, pick the tools, do the cycle for uh, cycle times for the parts that we were quoting at the time. Um, and that from there, I kind of was able to build my engineering team and my quoting team. And I'm so thrilled with the team that we have right now. We have a very strong unit going. Great. Yeah. Great. And then um, what are your responsibilities now at SPM? Uh, right. Actually, this the past few months have been fantastic. Uh, I'm managing the day-to-day operations at the shop right okay. now. Our GM is out, you know, taking care of the new building that we're moving into. So I have a lot of his responsibilities on my shoulder. But I also have the opportunity to network, kind of be the face of SPM. So that's kind of another aspect that I'm taking on. To drive the culture of yep. the that's business. Right. And that's, that's right. hugely that's important. Right. Hugely right. important. So your role right now is really to drive the culture of the company, take it to the next level, and that kind of goes along with the new building that you guys um, are going into. So um, when we toured SPM, it was obvious that you were well-liked by your team. I mean, every, oh. I could tell. I mean, it was something It was glaring. You, yeah, it you was could, glaring. You could the see culture. it on people's faces. Yeah. They were generally happy to see you, and they, they, they respected you. Um, and it, and it, you could tell it wasn't just because, you know, you're part of the family or because of your title or something like that, that they genuinely enjoyed having you around, kind of like, you know, like a friend in the plan. And that's a hard thing to pull off. It really is. Um, wh- why do you think that that is, and, and how is that indicative of the culture of, of SPM? So it's really important for me to build the respect from the people that are working for us. So in order for me to do that, personally, I had to work on those machines. That was, I wanted to work from the bottom level to just 
kind of know everything that was going on in order for me to be able to work with everyone and be their leader. So that was really, really important to me. And I think by them seeing me on the shop floor every day, they feel comfortable coming up to me, talking about the issues or, hey, Cass, can we do this a little bit differently? Or, hey, I got this idea. And I really am big about empowering everyone at SPM to bring their ideas to me because it's very important to us to, that everyone has a voice with SPM. They know better than I do how the machines are running, but tell me how I can help because I can help with that. Right, and you can relate to that. That's right. That's you, right. Because you've been you on the drive, floor. Right, you're you're exactly. the real deal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You, you could drive that... Um, I guess we like to call it executive sponsorship of getting something done, yeah. but you also have the experience of knowing right. what it's like to and run I the machines. I think that's very important so that, you know, people do take you seriously because, hey, I, I did run them, guys. You know, I know how that goes. Um, and I know the challenges of the days when the machines aren't all running right, and I get it, and it's tough. I can help you on some other aspects now, so let me help you. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe in that. I mean, when, when I started off at Zengers, I was in shipping and receiving. So, I mean, and yeah. that's that's where we start people. Well, and and you know what's ironic? Know and I, just, I just wrote a quick note to, to kind of sh share this thing because all three of us mm -hmm. came from different a higher level. We're all multi-generational, family-owned and operated manufacturing companies. Did you ever feel like you had to prove yourself because of nepotism? Absolutely. I mean, I did too. That was one of the hardest things. Jason, yep. you're shaking your oh, head. Oh, no, absolutely. No. I mean, that was actually, it's kind of funny going back to, um, and, you know, I'm going to talk about some of my, you know, adolescent baggage, but like going back to like high school, I, I grew up in a, um, uh, like a kind of a middle class community. I would say, you know, maybe lower middle class community. And my parents were m more well off than most um, people in the community were. Sure. And I mean, we were still middle class, but, um, and, it always used to like my friends just kind of like joking around, always used to kind of drive that home to me. You know what I mean? You've got it made. Everything is, give, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that was actually like fuel. Like it, it made me work so much harder yes. because that was the perception yeah. that people had. And it really drove me, you know, yeah. and it drove me because yeah. um, I was I was going to prove to them that I could go out on those machines that. and learn how to run them and I could make a part as good as them in less amount of time. Yeah. And, and it yeah. almost, and yeah. I, and I did. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a shame that people have that mentality of like that a family business is bad because family businesses are beautiful. And yeah. you know, there's, there's something to be said about like, you know, your parents grooming you in the trade and teaching you and bringing you up in the same way that they did. I mean, that's the way that it used to be, you know, a hundred years ago before people came up with this, you know, whole idea of nepotism and it being bad. So yeah. anyway, yeah. go, go ahead with what you were going to say. I don't even remember what I was going <laughs> to well, say. Well, I, I have another sometimes, question. Sometimes Jim and I just are rambling on. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. We're getting all the good questions. So, I mean, obviously things are doing really well. Yeah. You share with us you're in 29,000 square feet right now. Yes. You're moving to an 82,000 square 82. foot building in That's Wheeling, right. which is about 15 miles to the north. 10. 10. Yes. That's yep. 10 miles. 10. Yep. Um, what do you see this? Uh, where, where's the growth coming from? And do you believe that part of this growth is due to your leadership. So that there's two yeah, questions there's, in there, those Cassie. Those are loaded questions. So let's start with the, the move Yeah. and growth. What, what's driving it? I mean, I think SPM is – actually, no, I don't think. I know SPM is a fantastic company, and a lot of our customers really like working with us because we form partnerships with them. It's important to build a relationship, uh, you know, meet the people that you're doing business with. I think that's so important. We have a lot of great vendors that work with us. We just have a really good team behind the people at Swiss Precision. 
So I really feel like the people that work for us and with us is what's really driving the growth. And the move is so exciting. I, I'm thrilled to get, uh, I'm calling it a fresh start because we get to you know, come into this beautifully clean looking building. Uh, and I'm so excited to just bring people through that and show it off a little bit. Yeah, dur during your IMTS uh, We Are video, um, you talked about that you wanted to surpass family expectations. So I assume that, that that's, what it, yeah. that's what it's yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, and there's lots of different opportunities that we have with this new building. I mean, we're in 29,000 square feet right now. We are packed to the max. We cannot fit one I didn't more machine. You said it was packed to the max. I thought it was well organized. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of yeah. understood what you said, but... I mean, there wasn't a space for another machine that I despised for another machine. No, there's no. not. But uh, in the new building, we'll have that. So we have lots of different avenues that we can go down if, right. if we want to. Um, and with IMTS coming up, you see all those new ideas that are yeah. going to be out there, and it's fantastic. Uh, and it's a good time for us right now. You know, we're going to do a move. We're going to go to the show. We're going to get ideas and kind of make some things happen. Now, go, going back to that, um, the culture, because it's something that Jim and I talk about a lot on Manships, because we think it's very important, especially for the manufacturing leaders to drive that culture. Um, was the culture that you have now what it was when you started in the business nine years ago? Good question, yeah, Jason. I, I mean, I definitely see it changing. I think the difference is the communication now is That's a lot communication more is huge. open. You know, I think things used to be a little bit more quiet, secretive. Oh, it was no. guarded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but just even what you're talking about within your company. Within the company and, and outside. I mean, I think everything was just really secretive, you know. Maybe people were protective of their yeah. positions. You would never, you would never tell what customer right, you're with. Exactly. You would never talk sales. Don't talk about right. profit. But, but Jim, even like within your, in your company, people would be protective of their jobs if there was like that uncertainty because there was a lack of communication, I right. guess you would say. Right. So. Yeah, but it was very secretive. I mean, but now my whole vision is being open, letting people understand why they're doing their jobs, why it's important, why it matters. Can you, you know, give me a for instance about that? Just yeah, absolutely. So, so I, say I'm one of one of your employees, and I'm I'm out running one of your yeah. Swiss machines. What would you say to me that would? So what I I'm, what I've done in the past. So you're you're ro you're running a part that goes in a robotic uh, surgery device. Right? Okay, sure. Uh, I'm going to come out. and I'm going to show you an arm from that robot. Oh. So you understand how this is being. I got used it. and how you're making a difference the in the world. The end product. The end product. So why your job matters. So they're not just making a not piece out of no. 400 series stainless no. steel and the tolerance is plus or minus 2,000 all over the place and the center lines on the whole has got to be concentric within right. this. Well, right. it's, a, it's about treating people as more than just a widget maker. Yep. You know what I mean? So right. you're not just, you know, you're more than that. You're helping to make this surgical product, which is, you know, going to save people's lives. Yeah, right. that's cool. And it's, yeah, it's just making them excited, getting them proud of the work that they're doing. And not everybody can create a part that saves people's lives. But even like Jim, I know you do a lot of stuff for the printing industry. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, to communicate to your people and say, this is a very important piece that we're machining that's going to go to, you know, I don't know, ultimately to the, sh who knows, the Chicago Tribune, the New York Times, right. whatever. And yeah, yeah and, and, and it's important because it's communicating to the world, you yeah. know, and we are partaking in something that is going to communicate to the world or right. save lives in the right. case of what you guys are doing. Right. Yeah. It's just a bigger message. You know, they might just see just that. It's part like a bigger over why. Over. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. How cool is that? It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, what industry are, are is driving all this new sales? What, you know, I don't. If you want to share that with, yeah, the, I mean, um, we're heavy medical, uh, we're heavy dental, automotive, or a job shop. So we take take whatever kind of fits our niche okay. on. You know, 
But we like the hard stuff. We like the precision, tough materials that not every shop wants to cut. We take the the challenging jobs on. That's yeah. what we like. That's my business model too. Yeah. We we typically take on stuff that nobody else wants right. to do. Exactly. And a little bit more sophisticated yep. than the average thing. And that's the American yeah. manufacturing model now. It I mean, really it, is. It really is. It's yeah. niche. Yeah. It's very yeah. niche. That's yeah. you know that's the way. Well, riches in the niches. You know, yeah. We yeah. talked about that yeah. already. Right. So if if you know like so the culture. If if you were to go to you know your team and ask them you know to define define what your culture is would you get consistent messages you think from I people think so. yeah okay. i think so how would um, they i mean how would they define that i mean we have a pretty work hard play hard kind of you know thing going on i mean they know what they have to do i'm a kind of hands-off manager they know what i'm you don't I'm micromanage expect. people i don't like right. micromanaging they know what they have to do they get it done you know and then we have some fun after it's all done yeah. you know I you just took one of your uh, employees out to dinner the other night. I did. Tatiana. Yes, I did. Yeah. And we had a fabulous time. We had some horchatas. It was fantastic. So that's <laughs> that work hard, play hard. <laughs> that's you, right. You do stuff outside. It's not that's just right. about what no, you do within not. those four walls. And it's walls. important to have that relationship with your people outside. You know, I mean, I'm not just your boss. You know, let's have more than just that relationship. You Absolutely. Know? It's a team. It's a team. It's a team. Yes, that's right. And that's right. how things get done. With, right. You know, just like a, a good football team or a hockey team yep. or whatever team there is, if everybody's on the same page, if everyone's on yep. board, if everyone's striving for that end goal, we're going to get there and it's going to be, it, there's not going to be any roadblocks or hopefully minimal, minimal roadblocks along right. the way. Right. So that's awesome. Speaking of roadblocks, um, so you've got all this great stuff going on. You're in the company. You're driving this culture. You're moving to, you're almost, well, you're more than doubling yeah, your square more, feet. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you share with our listeners a little some of the roadblocks? You know, because what what I think, uh, Cassie, is I, I think about that company out there that's in the same situation as you. They may not necessarily be in Swiss, but they're in manufacturing in some capacity. Uh, things are going really good. They're oh, yeah. they're killing it, and they're they're struggling with do I move or not? Yeah. What was the decision? What was your aha moment that made you say, Hey, I've got I've got really got to pull pull the trigger on this yeah. and and move up. I mean, it took a while, you know, my dad was looking for a building for over a year and a half, you know, it, it was a bit of a challenge there, but I think we both knew him, you know, him and myself that we love what we do and we don't know how to say no to customers. I mean, as long as it's in our niche, right? So our customers see what we can do and they want to help us grow. So the only way for us to really continue to do the business that we do is get a bigger place and fulfill the needs that they want. If that makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> it makes absolute sense. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we're we're kind of busting out of the seams too. Yeah. We're having to find like little niches and stuff to you know put, yeah, put people things. and put Absolutely. you know it's it's, it's hard. <laughs> I'm actually since I I only spend you know maybe fifty percent of the time in in the office. I'm actually probably going to give up my office pretty soon just because we don't have anywhere yeah. to put people oh, of so course, i mean because i'll just go anywhere i don't care you know what yeah. i mean it doesn't matter to me i'd rather be with the customers so you know if i can find space yeah. for somebody else and that i'm sure you guys went through that same Absolutely. thing you know i, I mean, mean i joked with my dad that i'm going to put my new grip blasting machine in his office because right. i don't have any more <laughs> he's space. got space he's got sorry. the big <laughs> office so yeah sorry dad we need this room <laughs> nice nice but what kind of roadblocks have you had in, in this transition yeah. Because, again, I'm thinking back to that yep. company out there that's going through the same growth spurt. They yeah, they say, we need a yeah, new building. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're having and, you know, you know that it's not it, it's, it's Yeah, not there's going to be some bumps There's going to be road. some roadblocks. Absolutely. Do you want to share with the audience some of those yeah. roadblocks to help them mitigate that in the future you know, I on think their own? One of the biggest 
things to kind of overcome is, you know, are, are people going to follow you with the move? And I think if you're a good company and you have the right culture, they're going to, you know, move with you because they value their position with the company and know that the company is a solid, good place to work. That was one of the biggest challenges is are the employees, you know, going to move with us? Like I said, we did look for a year and a half in the area and there's nothing that was working for us. So we just ultimately made that call of, hey, this is what we got to do. And guys, come on with us because it's going to be a good ride. Awesome. Now, the biggest, I would say from my perspective, if, if you're talking about roadblocks, you got to know where you're going. So that kind of goes to one of um, another question that I had for you is, do you know what you know, the next five years, the next 10 years looks for SPM. Do you, have, have you actually produced a vision and, and communicated that to people so everybody knows exactly where you're going? Yeah, I mean, in terms of, you know, business areas, I don't know so much if that's what you're really asking about. Um, yeah, so if, like if like somebody plan, areas. is that what you mean? Well, if somebody were to sit down and like, you know, ask somebody working on the CNC machine, and this yeah. is a hard thing to do, and, and I'm working on this myself, would everybody know, okay, this is where we're going to be in five years, or this is where we're going to be in three years, or ten years, or yeah. whatever else that it is? You know, is that something you thought I about? If, I mean, no, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be completely no, that's, honest. That's what we want. You, most mean, people haven't, you yeah. know, and it, it's something Jim and I have talked about a lot mm -hmm. is, you know, that's it's a good thing, you know, in order to have those roadblocks, it's good to yeah. know where you're going. Right. You know what I mean? Otherwise, right. you're hitting roadblocks that, you know, you don't need don't to hit, know. Yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone knows the direction because they know me and they know how I manage and how I lead them and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I think there's some, I'm hoping, comfortability with knowing that I am there, You're on a I growth am. trajectory. Yeah, and... I'm going to lead them to success, but I don't know if we really sat down with them and actually said, hey, this is what our vision is. I don't think that we have done that. Okay. We okay. probably should, and we will. <laughs> yeah, and, and we, and you know, we as a, at my company, you know, there's like a, four of us that know where we're going, but we haven't communicated yeah. that to, to everybody else. So if you were to ask, you know, people at my company, they, don't, they wouldn't know exactly either, but yeah. it's something that we want to move towards. I think yeah. it's important. And I think there's... A, Right now, I feel there's a ton of different technologies coming into the mm -hmm. market. So, you know, are we going to get into something that we're not necessarily in right now? You know, metal injection molding is always in our face. Laser welding is another thing that always is, okay, should we jump into that ring? That kind of stuff. So, so how, how do you make those evaluations as to whether that fits your business model? You know, I th with the new building, we have the opportunities to really dive into a lot more, which is fantastic. But... I'm going to go into IMTS. You kind of see these things and you see, okay, this could fit. This is going to work. That will for drive us. your decisions. Yes, that yeah. really does. Because it's going to inspire you. Yeah, yeah, it does. Is yeah. it maybe the things that you outsource now or, or maybe the you know yes. added benefits your customers are looking yes. for? And I think a lot of our customers are looking for that one stop shop that can do a lot more rather than find other you know suppliers. They feel comfortable with Swiss Precision. So we need to bring in some other capabilities that'll just make us that one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. If that makes Very sense. Cool. It does. Yep. Now, Jim and I, we frequently discuss on making Jason chips. Jason always pulls me into the conversation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I frequently discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. The, the role of women in manufacturing. Oh, yeah, we do. And... Um, since, you know, one of the things we talk about is that men and women are different. We, you know, we have different thought processes. We solve problems differently and we appreciate those different viewpoints that women bring to the manufacturing industry. Um, however, with that said, it, this is a man's world. I mean, manufacturing, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it's just, it's dominated by men. Right. Um, 
what does that mean to you as far as being a successful woman in manufacturing, just being a woman at all I- in this industry? I mean, and we kind of touched it on it a little bit. We're all judged as, you know, being second generation owners. Yeah, third so generation we have that against so you have us. To, yeah. But I also, being a woman, is kind of another thing when I walk into the room. I may not look like I can talk shop, but I can talk shop. You, you know, can. and I, it takes about two minutes for guys to turn the corner and say, okay, you know, she does know what she's talking about. But that was a challenge. And it kind of just pushed me to work a little bit harder to prove myself and, and hey, guys, no, I'm here and I, I do know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we mentioned during your introduction that you have a degree in IT. Yes. So has that helped? It, it, you know, oh, I, I'm it sure. has with the G code, M code that we're, yes, it has. If statements and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, I didn't think I would ever go into IT, you know, but there was a professor there that was fantastic. He pulled me in and I, I think it has helped me a lot. Kind of just read the notation of all that CNC programming. Yeah. D- does yeah. it help you in making, you know, technology investments in, yeah, in the future? I mean, and I think a lot of people are seeing, you know, pulling data straight from the machines right now. That's a huge thing. That's huge. Going huge. Huge. Yeah, like the digi- and yeah. digitization of the uh, shop floor. Yes. Right. right. Our next guest yes. yeah. is going to talk about that. Yeah, and that's a huge thing that's popping up. And I, it's a way of the future for sure. Uh, and it, yeah, it does is help me. Pla- any, anything in place right now with no. regards to that? No. But you're looking but at it, obviously. Looking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I can kind of talk the language there. So I think that does help me, you know, being Great. in background with IT. Great. Yeah. Great. I see you writing questions down. So. Well, I did. I, I, I thought uh, Cassie should tell the metalworking nation that he, she also has a sister in the business as well. I because do. it was nice to see her and, and meet her. And she seems yes. like a, a smart young and lady as well. she's doing a fantastic job. Yes, yeah. she's So wonderful. she's in QC, right? She is. She's, quality she, control. She's yes. in quality control. Yeah. And um, she was sharing with us... Um, an inspection process yeah. that used to take, what, 30 minutes? 30 minutes apart, yes. And now you've got this new high-tech piece of automation. That's right. That yep. has brought that 30-minute inspection time down to... Like 10 no, seconds, No right? kidding, yeah, yeah, 10 seconds, yes. And it's you can fantastic. put as, you could put uh, like a 99, dozen or... 99 parts on the as plate. As long as it fits in the screen, yes. That's awesome. And you just it it was an amazing process that it's it went fantastic. through yeah yeah it's i mean fantastic. that's just i mean that goes to show you just need to invest in technology that's right you have to do that you have to keep up yeah if you don't then so your sister's sister's name is jenny jenny yes. so did jenny go through the same things that you did did she have an aha moment at some she point did. i yeah. mean were, were you first and Me then she's yes. okay so so you you went into the company and your dad says, Cassie, you're going to have to run those machines. I need you to learn uh, technology and right. really the fundamentals of the business. Right. So when your sister was going to college, she probably had the same aha moment that you did. She did, yes. And she graduated and it probably didn't go well. And yeah. what do you know? Yeah. There's an opportunity in the family business and she That's said, right. I think I'm going to take it. Yes. And she's doing a fantastic job. She was going to go into fashion. No kidding. Fashion. different, right? Yeah. But she's doing a, a great job with every task that's, you know, put on how a long plate. Did it ta- how long did it take her to realize that that was the, that taking that opportunity was really going to be the thing? So she graduated. Yeah, she graduated. She was probably, you know, in her fashion industry about a year and a half. And then she realized, you know what? This isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. So she's not as glamorous yeah, as she thought not, it was going to be. No. So 
she came back home and then she started working and was like, hey, this is pretty cool to work with family. And, you know, we do some really neat things here. So yeah. it's, it's not that dirty no, place, it's not. How, how did the uh, succession planning work with you being, you know, the person that's going to take over SPM in the future? I mean, obviously your sister, you know, I would assume she has equal opportunity for that yeah. as well. Yeah, actually, Jen was uh, she didn't want to make the big decision. So it was really easy for us. I wouldn't say really easy, but it was easier for us uh, to make the call of, yeah, I want to be the one that does make those calls. I want to be the one that's in charge of everything. Uh and she does not want that. She just said. And you're firstborn, right? I am firstborn. Yeah, born. it's always yes. the firstborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm firstborn too. And my, my sister said, you know, you 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 take the stress. Yeah, I, yeah. I like what I'm doing. Yeah. And she gives me the stress too. But uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love her. She knows that. Um, but it was pretty easy, you know. And I've I've learned a lot from my dad. Uh, and I think it just kind of fell into place. If that makes sense. It's no, not, absolutely. We didn't come up with some big, great thing, uh, but Jen and I just, we worked it out. And just it, have an open and honest yeah, communication. We were completely honest. Yeah, yeah. This is what I want. This is what she wants. And it worked out. Great. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, we're just about out of time, Jason. And um, I just want to say a big thank you for Casey thank you for guys. showing yeah, up. Yeah, it's really been a pleasure having you on Making Chips. This yeah. You know, I, 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 as I always say at the end of the show, you know, who knew? two years ago when we decided to do this, how it was going to end up and um, that we'd be interviewing the next leaders in manufacturing. I know. I mean, it's just crazy, but you know, I think that we're successful because we're maintaining what we originally sought out to do. And that was to equip and inspire manufacturing leaders and provide relevant information for them to make their life a little easier because you know, we all don't know how to do everything. Mm -hmm. It's a peer-to-peer -peer platform that we're sharing all this information on. Yeah, and if somebody could learn from Cassie's story, right. that's what we yep. right. want to bring out so, there. These stories make a big difference in people's lives, and somebody can say, you know, I, I, I'm just like in that place that Cassie was when she started, yeah, and I want to make these changes. I want to see the culture change. I want to see, you know, the company move into a bigger building, and, you know, yeah, that's And that's it's what hard it's all to about. do it all at once. I mean, let's face it. You can't do everything at the same time, but what I would recommend is just writing down something, your biggest pain point, and attack that one first. Then yep. once you've got that one, cross it off, go to the next one. And your priorities are probably going to change. You know, that, that level of uh, priority, you know, m the next thing might be the next thing you put down on the list and you might have to go to something next. But anyway. Is this um, task management, Jim? Like that other episode that we just did? <laughs> well, just yeah. kidding. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. This is Jim's task management. Yeah, but I'm, I got a pen in my hand. You're always, you're always putting on an Evernote. Exactly. Uh, so we got to tell our listeners that if they want to get any more information about us, go to makingchips.com. Don't forget, there's a link there for the event page for the uh, workshops that we're going to be having in September. And, of course, we're on all the social platforms. Check us out there. And if they want to call and give us an idea for a future episode, what's that number, Jason? Oh, gosh. I know it. 312-725-0245. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Remember that one time we gave the wrong number? <laughs> that poor person on the other end. <laughs> Getting all those messages. No, just kidding. So, well, Cassie, since you're a fan of the show, you know how, to, how we close out the show, right? Yeah. You want to do it for us? Oh, I don't know. Or you know want to do it with I, us? No, yes, you do. What, is my, what, is my dad always, what did my dad always <laughs> used to say? If you're Go. not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Awesome. This podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry. 
We want to hear from you, the owners, managers, leaders, and engineers from the metalworking nation. What ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night? We want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear, and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. most compelling one's going to be the one about your husband yeah. I agree. working together. I agree. Does yeah. he get a mic too? He's going to get a mic. Yeah, we'll bring him on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll bring him on. He's actually here in the studio with us now and he's yeah. saying no.